Welcome to the podcast that transcends awareness into practice. In this season, entitled Harmony in Relationships, we will explore together the steps in the dance of relationship. Each episode builds on the one that preceded it. I present your question. Your question, I respond. Hello, this is Yolanda Kumidu. Welcome to my podcast. present on such a sensitive and controversial subject as relationships? Well, a lifetime which integrated and goes on integrating what couples taught me after working with them for more than 35 years as their psychotherapist. A hefty serving of personal struggle Training with the giants in the field of relationship, Drs. Hall and Citra Stone, and the ageless teachings of Merbaba. I'm delighted that there are so many podcasts already successfully addressing this subject. What is unique in what I offer, though, is that I go beyond the mere presentation of information and try as much as possible to focus exclusively on how one moves from awareness into practice. Besides, that is the reason behind the name of my podcast, Awareness Acts. What counts is how to implement into action what one knows. Action is more important than theory, always. Loving plants and filling my living spaces with them taught me how relationships are just like plants. They need attention, warmth, and consistent nourishment. Otherwise, they weather and die. Lots of people tolerate living in dead relationships, and that is fine if both partners are in agreement with that. However, for those of us who prefer to keep our relationship alive and harmonious, it is most necessary to learn what fits a relationship to keep it alive. Today, I'm starting from the foundation in each relationship, which I believe I learned is trust. Why am I starting with trust instead of love? One might argue that love is more important than trust. I respond to that by agreeing that it is possible to love without trust, but painful if you try to maintain or build a relationship where there is love but no trust. How does a relationship look and feel like when trust is not present? Well, there is always 
energy spent on doubting, questioning, the need to keep confirming. There is also an uneasy feeling always. You see, trust is as if um, you are you're standing and opening, expanding your arms and falling into a pool of water. And you know the water is there and you just fall into it and it, it, you, you, you will be, the, the, the water sustains you and you dive and you swim into it. Not trusting, he's standing there and not willing to fall into. So it takes, when we don't trust, it takes so much unnecessary energy that can be put in so many other areas in our life, in our work, creativity, other relationships. So loving without trust, as I said before, is possible, but not in the case of maintaining a relationship. I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of relationships where trust was there in the beginning and then broken. Sometimes with time, a lot of time, it was able to be built brick by brick by brick. And at other times, it was not able to be built back. And the relationship continued with love, but um, I don't want to say wounded. I want to say um, when the trust was, was challenged and was broken, somehow is very similar to when a glass is broken. Even if you glue it together, you can see the lines where it was glued together. And that's okay. It's possible. But when it's not there, then one doubts continuously what the other person is saying, doing, responding to, claiming. And then we have the example of not that a trust was there in the beginning and then it was broken and then you try to rebuild it. And I've seen and I've worked with relationships that successfully were able to rebuild the trust and move on. Not forgotten of what happened, but they were able to move on successfully. I work with relationships where the relationship was not able to move on once the trust was broken and the relationship dissolved. And then I work with relationships with couples where the trust was broken 
and it didn't rebuild, but they continue the relationship. Then the question, of course, comes, what is trust? How do you know to trust someone? How do you feel when you trust someone? You see, trust uh, is connected with feeling safe emotionally and physically. And the feeling of emotional and physical safety is basic in the human condition, is necessary, is a need that we all have. So when we feel emotionally safe, physically safe, it helps, it's an ingredient that helps build on the trust. It's not the beginning and the end, but it definitely helps. When we trust someone, somehow we relax in our skin. We allow ourselves to feel comfortable, to express ourselves just the way we feel. And we don't try to sugarcoat, to make it better, to make it more impressive, to think what would they think? You see, that's very important. When you start in relationship always being concerned, what would the other person's response be in what you have to say or do? Uh, something is happening with the trust there. When there is trust, you trust that even if what you say or you do, if the other person is bothered or they don't like it, they will let you know. That is key. And vice versa. If they say something, if they do something that annoys you, that you don't like, you will let them know. You will feel comfortable and safe enough to let them know. These are ingredients in building trust. Then we have the situation where trust, the, the feeling of trust, was damaged in someone's life early, before you even meet your partner. And you go through life not trusting, period. And, of course, that comes from being betrayed. And being betrayed, not only by previous partners or relationships, but maybe you witness betrayal among your parents. One of the parents was cheating <laughs> um, on the other parent. Or um, you felt betrayed by your parents. The relationship with your parents had betrayal on. That kind of coming into relationship with already your level of trust being damaged is different because your partner didn't do anything or say anything to cause you to don't trust them. You're already coming in with your ability to trust wounded. That also can, it doesn't mean that you cannot enter a wonderful relationship, but it will take informing your partner. 
it will take the partner um, has to in order to build the trust with your partner if you come in already somehow wounded with your trust the partner in the very beginning and I don't know how long this depends upon different people they have to be transparent that's the only way to help you trust build your trust with this particular partner if other things other people betray you in the past the more transparency is the only thing that i know maybe you have come and you have experienced other ways please let me know but one of the most significant ways to build trust is transparency and time patience That's how, you see, commitment is solidified. The more trust you have with your partner, the easier it is to move in the direction of commitment. Unless, of course, that is not the time in your life for commitment. And it's not even connected at all with trust. So... Yes, I'm talking about intimate relationships with partners. And this applies to any kind of combination in, in, in heterosexual relationships, in homosexual relationships, in any kind of relationships. These ingredients, these um, ways where we act to build trust are identical. Again, in my experience. And then we have a situation where um, it's possible to trust your partner on several uh, topics and not trust them on others. <laughs> so, for example, you can trust that they will be there to support you in terms of emotionally. If something happens to you, they will run to your rescue. And yet you don't really trust them the way they handle money, <laughs> the way they handle responsibility. So there is, as long as there is, um, uh, so, so then we can put uh, a certain hierarchy in, the, in where there is trust and where there is less trust. And the most important, of course, I already mentioned, is you feel safe emotionally and physically. And that is more important than you don't trust that they will um, uh, be on time or that they, they will um, ah, keep in promises. That's another topic about trust. Every time we break a promise, we chip away from trust between us and the other person. So keeping promises, it's crucial, which means that we have to be very careful what we promise in the first place. I also want to talk about trust sometimes comes and goes. And that is okay. That is quite normal. 
And an example of that is that, um, let's say, someone uh, have a personality that they are late on appointments. And that might be very, very important for you. And you make a big deal about it and you don't trust them that they will be on time. And is this anxiety every time you go out, uh, have an appointment or you have an engagement that has a specific time. And then they promise you, I promise I'll be on time. And they are on time and they start being on time. And then they stop being on time again. <laughs> so you start trusting and I'm giving a kind of... Um, um, not such a serious example, but it's an example in an effort to show that it's okay if trust comes and goes on secondary themes. Primary themes, though, there is a, a, a place where you don't even have to think about that you trust. You don't have to think about trust. It's there. That is primary. And also I want to add the trust in one's self, the trust in one's intuition, the trust in one's decisions. That is so basic and it plays a very big part in self-confidence. And self-confidence plays a very big part in relationships. So what caused you not to trust yourself if you have you doubt yourself? You need to go into when did you start not trusting yourself? And usually it starts, of course, where else in childhood <laughs> when we felt not trusted by our parents, by our significant others in parental roles. Um, when we suggested something and it was not taken into consideration. It, so this kind of mistrust in ourselves, it can be definitely worked on. It's so much hope that it can um, be r repaired and strengthened. Because that, if you lack trust in yourself, in your opinion, in your, um, again, in your perception, it affects your, how you relate in other people, where you might put all the trust uh, in the other. We didn't talk about that. Trusting the other more than you trust yourself. There's a danger there. There's a big danger there because we are all human. We all make big mistakes. We all have regrets. Um, so trusting another person more than yourself is the danger where you will be let down, you will be betrayed, you will feel betrayed, you will feel let down if the other person doesn't come come um, through comes through the way you expected them. So it's not fair to you 
And it's not fair to the other person to trust them more than you trust yourself. A lot has been said about trust. I'm sure I must have left something out. So that's where I'm inviting you to point it out to me. And next uh, time, we will have, uh, um, hopefully, your questions, your suggestions, your challenges. And I will be responding to them on the theme of trust, the foundation of every relationship. Waiting for your feedback, questions, and suggestions on the theme of trust. You can email them at awarenesssaxpodcast at gmail.com or you are invited to be a guest on my podcast with your questions. Until then, yahara. Yeah